It's the melody of the voice that we human beings love to hear. But it's the melody of the heart that God loves. Of course, the two are not mutually exclusive, but neither does one guarantee the other. A person who has a melody of the heart may be totally incapable of making a melody with the voice. Or a person who sings melodiously with his voice may nevertheless have no melody in the heart. Let's not confuse the two. I'm talking today about gratitude, really about ingratitude. Let's get together. My name is Rex Bullock, and this is Dayspring. Welcome to Dayspring, the program that teaches in everything give thanks. That's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. You know, it's not difficult to give thanks when life is going smoothly, but what about the times when everything goes wrong? Does ingratitude set in? Well, my friend, even while we're in the process of thanking him for all the happenings in our life, he's already turning them into blessings. Hi, everybody. Joe Alcorn here, your program host, inviting you for a special worship service. Today, Dayspring founder and speaker Rex Bullock speaks on the foolishness of ingratitude. And we'll be catching up to Rex with his weekly visit. But first, let's open our worship time with the singers with this medley of familiar gospel songs. Good old gospel song. 
Thank you very much, singers. Well, it's silver anniversary time here at Dayspring, and here's the man that's been uh, the backbone of 25 years of faithfully proclaiming God's standard for holy living. Here's Rex. Well, thank you so much for the beautiful worship today. I'm thoroughly enjoying all of it. And I'm especially grateful today to have you along, wherever you are, at uh, whatever time you're listening to Dayspring somewhere within North America or around the world. It's just such a privilege to get to be together. You see, this is the beginning of anniversary month for us, and more importantly, our silver anniversary. 25 years ago this month, Dayspring began. It hardly seems possible that we started on two very small radio stations in the Midwest and very quickly began to add listeners throughout the United States and in other parts of the world. And today, Dayspring is heard throughout North America, Central, South America, Europe, the British Isles, and the Far East. And we give God all the praise. We're celebrating this month. We're talking about uh, some themes that I think are just vitally important, which really reiterate the theme of this worship time uh, across these 25 years. We have consistently taught God's standard for holy living. The way we say that is that in the 21st century, we are teaching victorious Christian living. Our audience has grown, but our message has never changed, and we give praise for that. Say, my friend, I want to just mention two things to you in light of Anniversary Month, and I hope that uh, you will take advantage of both of these. One is... We will be having a 25th anniversary celebration weekend coming up on uh, September 27, 8, and 9. September the 27th, 28th, and 29th, we're having a tremendous time together. Friday night, the 27th, we're having our anniversary banquet in Indianapolis. It'll be just a, a gala event. At least uh, we're hoping that it will be so, and I believe that uh, it's going to be one of those unusual times. We're, uh, we're having the music of Dayspring there. Our guests and soloists from across the years will be sharing that night. And then Dr. Norman Wilson, who is the speaker for the Wesleyan Hour, is going to uh, give an anniversary address for us. And uh, it'll just be a beautiful time. On Saturday night, September 28th, we will be having in concert Calvin Hunt of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. And that will be uh, an outstanding time. Calvin Hunt is a personal friend of this ministry and has just been a a wonderful man of God. And we've uh, had him on any number of times. Sunday morning, the 29th. Calvin Hunt will be with us again, and I will be speaking. And so we're looking forward to a tremendous time together. September 27 through 29, it'll be in Indianapolis and be hosted by Grace Point Church of the Nazarene. 
beautiful new multi-million dollar facilities, and it's just going to be a time of uh, memorable uh, moments and uh, thinking about 25 wonderful years together and charting our future. So if you'd like more information as to how you can be there and how you can attend the events of this weekend, please call us, okay? That is uh, 1-800-783-DAYS. Second thing I want to mention is that uh, we are offering to you a special thank you book. It's a gorgeous book to place on your coffee table or in your library. You will love this book. It's so beautiful, the pictures, and it just says thank you. Included with the book is a CD of the song, Thank You, written by Ray Bolts. You will remember that song, Thank You for Giving to the Lord. Well, Ray sings that song, and you will want to have a copy of it along with the Thank You book. And it's just our way of saying thank you for being a listener. Ever how long you've been listening? Many of our friends have listened uh, 25 years. Others of you, this may be the very first time, but we want to say thank you and place this in your hands. Here's Joe Alcorn to tell you how that you may receive your copy and also, once again, to give you our uh, ways of communication so you can learn more about our anniversary celebration. Thank you, Rex. This special book on thanks is our special gift to you this month as you support the ministry of Dayspring. And, of course, with the book comes the CD with the song Thank You, written and sung by Ray Bolt. And, by the way, we'll be featuring the song later on this month on a broadcast. To receive your copy, write Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. You can also order online at our web store at www.dayspringradio.com. Also, you can order toll-free by our telephone number, 1-800-783-DAYS. And if you'd like to contact Rex personally by email, it's rex at dayspringradio.com. And now before today's message called The Foolishness of Ingratitude, here's a song that encourages us to be grateful and to be thankful. Give thanks to the Holy One. 
give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son give thanks with a grateful heart give thanks to the Holy One give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son Several years ago, I read a story by Joel Kleinbaum. It was entitled, The Village of Fools, in which he tells about a wealthy nobleman who came into a poor village late one evening, needing a place to spend the night. Since the village had no inn, one of the citizens invited him to stay at his home. And when the other poverty-stricken villagers heard about the presence of this very special guest, they immediately joined together to prepare a festive meal for him. The nobleman was so impressed with their hospitality that he promised to send them help. And so, soon after his departure, shipments of foods and dry goods and building materials and all sorts of things began arriving on a very regular basis. The villagers, full of gratitude, wrote long letters of thanksgiving, time after time. And the gifts kept coming, as though the nobleman could not do enough for these grateful villagers. But as time went on, the letters of gratitude became fewer and more perfunctory, and finally, they just stopped altogether. Kleinbaum then tells that the nobleman came to the village after many years. He was anxious to visit the people, and he wanted to see the changes that had been made as a result of his gifts. He found that it no longer looked like a poverty-stricken village. It was now a rather comfortable, well-to-do town. But instead of finding the people happy, he found them grumbling. When he asked for a place to rest that night, he was told gruffly, We don't appreciate strangers in these parts, but if you really must stay... There's an inn down the road. The relationship between the nobleman and the villagers was never the same. They had forgotten to be grateful. They had failed to recognize their benefactor, and they had treated their unrecognized friend shabbily. Joel Kleinbaum's story is really a reflection of too many of us who are guilty of the foolishness of ingratitude. We very much need to learn the secret of living, living the life of Christian gratitude. Our 
Scripture lesson today is taken from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20, which instructs us well, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, somebody has called this passage of Scripture the Magna Carta of true Christian gratitude. First of all, it says, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit, my friend, is the secret to Christian gratitude. Some have wrongly interpreted this passage as though it were contrasting two types of drunkenness, being drunk with wine, which is condemned, and being drunk with a spirit, which is approved. They interpret the passage to mean, don't be drunk with wine, but be drunk with a spirit. That's not the case here. Not only is the contrast between wine and the Holy Spirit, but also between being drunk and being filled. Now, God does not want his people to be drunk on anything, not even the Holy Spirit. Rather, he wants his people to be filled with the Spirit. That infilling will produce in people's hearts the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Being filled with the Spirit will never cause you to lose control of yourself. Rather, the Holy Spirit infilling will always produce divinely empowered self-control for the good of the gospel. Now, second, our text says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. In other words, being filled with the Spirit will result in conversing with one another in a special way. Three forms of Spirit-filled communication with one another are mentioned here. First of all, there's psalms which basically recount the goodness and faithfulness of God toward His people. And then there are hymns which offer praise to God, and spiritual songs is the third category, which express gratitude and trust for what God is doing in our own personal lives. The third component of our test are the words singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It's the melody of the voice that we human beings love to hear. But listen, my friend, it's the melody of the heart that God loves. Of course, the two are not mutually exclusive, but neither does one guarantee the other. A person who has a melody of the heart may be totally incapable of making a melody with the voice. Or a person who sings melodiously with his voice may nevertheless have no melody in his heart. Let's don't confuse the two. Now, in some performance-oriented churches, musical ministries are applauded. One of the unfortunate consequences of treating singers in worship as though they were performers is that when someone does not do so well in the estimation of the listeners, he or she gets only a half-hearted applause or maybe none at all. And yet that person's heart melody may be altogether pure and lovely. So when he or she obviously does not meet the performance standards of the listeners, it probably confuses the person into thinking that the melody of the heart counts for nothing. 
Well, can I tell you this? The church at worship is not called to be an applause meter for measuring the technical quality of performances. It is to be the fellowship of the Holy Spirit where we encourage one another to develop the sweet melody of the heart. Ah, yes. Now, let me mention something else. Our text says, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it doesn't say that we're to give thanks only for those things which we might call the blessings of normal and pleasant life. No, it's for all things, all things. Why give thanks for all things? Well, because God gives himself in all of the circumstances of life, whether pleasant or unpleasant. Christian gratitude does not depend on whether something is pleasant. No, it depends on our awareness that God is always giving himself to us in every circumstance of life. And that's why we can give thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no circumstance of life from which God is absent. God is there to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. So whether we have joys to be glad about or sorrows to weep about, God is there with us. He's blessing us. He's strengthening us. He's encouraging us. He's guiding us with his holy presence. Ingratitude for God's constant faithful presence is like sending the Lord down the street to an inn. Gratitude is like inviting God into our house where we can enjoy his blessed fellowship. I think it's so important that we here at Dayspring say thank you. It's important that we say thank you to our friends of many years, to those who listen every week. It's also important to say thank you to the individual who perhaps just happened to perchance, as some might say, find the right spot on the radio dial where we are every week. You are God's child. And, my friend, we are thankful for you. We're thankful for how God has led us across these years. We're thankful for the many, many people who have come to know Jesus Christ as a result of this ministry. We're so thankful for the strengthening and the discipling that has been done and the thousands of letters and phone calls that have come in over these many years. We give thanks to God. I do not ever want to have the sin of ingratitude. I don't want to be guilty of the foolishness of an ungrateful heart. I want to be thankful. I want to praise Him. I want to have the Holy Spirit at work in my heart, infusing and thrilling and filling me. Ah, my friend, thank you for being a part of this ministry. And as you reach out to others, thank God for the privilege of being able not only to be alive, but to be at work and useful and active in His kingdom. And most of all, thank Him for the gift of His Spirit. Thank you for that inspiring message. You know, listening friend, Rex has asked me to take this time to close in prayer. Oh God, we've had question marks in our minds when your word says, give thanks in all things. 
because that includes thanking you for suffering and for pain, for weariness, for loneliness and privation. Lord, help us to see as we experience any one of these, it could become the very best thing in our lives. Lord, we praise you for each new experience, and we give thanks knowing that the God of love who knows us and loves us does all things well. Lord, today, if we've been caught up in the sin of ingratitude, we lay it before you right now, and we confess it, and we ask just now that you turn it around by your Holy Spirit. We thank you for all the happenings of our lives, good and bad, because it's for our good and, Lord, for your glory. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for your company today, my friend. Be sure to order the book on thanks as well as the CD by Ray Bolts. You can order your copy at Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. Online, you can order at www.dayspringradio.com. And by toll-free telephone number, it's 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, have a great week ahead, my friend. Join us again next week for a message called The Call to Christ Likeness. Goodbye for now. Blessed be the name.